Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 34 of TDN Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, we're back. We're back. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Um, but uni is uni, and I can't lie. I, I've got a lot of work to do, guys. I'm, I'm a man now. Alright, mm. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm trying shit. I'm trying shit. I've just lacked the motivation recently. I've been feeling like a burnout is coming. But, you know, if you guys are on my socials, you'll know that the burnout will not defeat me. And that is why I'm recording this podcast right now. I was thinking earlier in the week, I was like, uh, let me just record this on the weekend. But no, I'm recording this at 5pm on a Thursday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But anyway, this is a solo episode, first solo episode in a while as well. (gasps) No, there's tea, guys. Oh my God. So basically, I get ready to record this podcast, yeah. I just write my notes in my notes section as I do. And then I go to open the app to record the podcast. And please let me know why. The most recent episode has been taken off of Spotify and had a strike on it. Like, actually behave. Behave. Beehive. For what? Because I know it's not for explicit content. Because I say that. I let people know. I'm sorry, but like, entertainment can't come with boundaries. We need to be able to say anything and whatever we want to say. Do you know what I mean? But, so I've not... Police? Police. Please, you're disturbing me. I don't know if you can hear that anyway. Anyway, guys, I don't know what's going on because I just opened the app and it was just like, yeah, episode has been temporarily removed and it's pending investigation. I was like, okay, guys, I guess. I guess. But anyway, today's episode, um, I have a lot of little things I want to talk to you guys about. Not necessarily a, a big fat topic of the week. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't really necessarily have one of those. But I just want to talk to you about... You know, just a couple of little things, you know what I'm saying? You know? But anyway, um, so the first of them is, I just wanted to talk about women in the dating scene. And guys, just before, you know, you turn the podcast off, okay, I just want to make it very clear. I love me women, you know? I love women. Women are icons. And you just need to look at my circle to, to see that. Do you know what I mean? It's very, very clear to see. I love women, okay? But women and dating? Hmm. That's why it gets a bit more complicated because there's some things that you guys do that I just do not understand and I need an explanation. I've tried to have these conversations with my friends and I've not got answers. So I'm talking about on the podcast in hopes of getting bigger answers, more answers from more people, a wider range of people. Um, I need to know why women will be in a mood Okay, something will happen and the woman is in the mood. This is in heterosexual relationships, by the way, guys. But this can obviously apply to anyone and everyone, you know? But yeah, so a woman will be in a mood. She'll be mad over something, upset, whatever. And so obviously the boyfriend, the guy in the situation is like, hey, yo, like, what's going on with you? Like, what's going on? Like, why are you in a mood? And the woman will, will actually just be like, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm not in a mood. I'm not in a mood. And then the guy will be like, what, so you're okay? And the girl will say, yeah. So obviously, the guy's got the answer. The girl's fine. So in the guy's head, he's good to leave it alone. He's good to leave the situation alone. He's done in his head what he's meant to do, which is check up on her because she was in a mood. He's checked up on her. She said that there's nothing to deal with here. So he's now left the situation, which as a man... I can agree with because that that's what logically makes sense. Really and truly, I'm just listening to what you're telling me because 
one day it's women are saying that men don't listen and when they do listen it becomes an issue anyway we're not even done with the scenario so the guy leaves the situation alone being like oh that i've asked her, i've done what i needed to do in it and the girl's fine and it turns out the girl's not fine she's really pissed off at something angry whatever whatever feeling she's feeling whatever emotions she's emotioning with and she would really, really just like sit there in a strop and then get more mad at the fact that the the guy didn't ask her more didn't want to know more but really and truly if you're upset and you want aid in your upsetness when that aid is offered to you don't reject it once being like i want you to i want you to be able to to be asking me three times no guys be simple okay people don't have time for that people don't have time for that anymore this is one thing i ask of you guys okay just be simple in your desires and in your actions okay Say what you mean and mean what you say. How many times have I said this, guys? How many times? How many times? Say what you mean and mean what you say. It's very simple. It's just like that. It is just like that. And, like, I it, it makes no sense to me. I've tried to, to think about if I was a woman um, as to why I'd, I'd approach the scenario in such a way. And the only answer I can get is I want attention. But really and truly, if you're having to play games like that, with a guy to get their attention. I don't, I don't really think... I don't really think everything's going as well as you think it is. If that's what you're... If you're going to these lengths to get attention... Hey. You could literally just call his name. And you'll have his attention. I promise you. I promise you. We don't need to be doing that anymore, guys. Okay? We need to stop with the immaturity. Um, we're actually grown people now. We're grown people. Second of all... Um, this was sparked by Twitter... And Twitter really and truly has been coming in clutch recently. Like, Twitter recently has been, oof, amazing. Um, I'm not even going to add to that point because otherwise I'll just start slandering Instagram and how shit it is in comparison to Twitter. But anyway, um, women will continually reject a guy and then be mad when he moves on. As in, a guy will like a girl, approach the girl, try and riz the girl up. You know what I'm saying? And the girl will not be having it. She will not be having it. She'll be saying, no, 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 no. Which is perfectly fine. Up to this point, she's perfectly entitled to do that. Even if the guy is nice. Even if the guy is attractive. Even if the guy is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. If a girl's not on it, she's not on it. If a guy's not on it, he's not on it. If someone's not on it, they're not on it. And that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. But then, the guy, obviously after this period of courting this woman, of chasing this woman, he will now get you know, fed up and, and like, you know, he, he has, he's a man, you know, he's a, he's a human being. Continual rejection will do something to him and he'll stop chasing that girl. And now the girl has the audacity to be upset. <sighs> that is, that's what baffled me today. Like, that's what baffled me. I was like, when I found this out, like, I saw it on Twitter and I was posted on my story and then girls were replying back being like, yeah, this is true. This is true. It makes no sense, guys. Guys, do better. Because you cannot, you cannot be rejecting someone, they move on, and then you'd be upset that they moved on after you've rejected them like multiple times. You cannot be upset at that. Because that is the same level of like thinking that you have ownership over someone as guys, like possessive guys. And we universally agree that that is not a good thing. So women, eradicate it from your game. Eradicate it. Get rid of it. Get rid. Because it's exactly the same premise as a guy being like, oh, yeah, yeah, I used to talk to this girl. 
um, we don't talk anymore, but you can't talk to her because I used to talk to her. Do you know what I'm saying? Or I don't talk to this girl anymore, but she's still my girl. And everyone around them just agrees that this girl is still this guy's when they stop talking. Okay, guys, stop thinking your own people. Stop it. Okay, everyone knows themselves. All right, that is all. That is final. Okay, that's it for section one of today's podcast. I think you guys need to be hearing me get some ka-ching, ka-ching. Some money, some moolah, yeah. The next thing I want to talk about today, guys, is what's happening with Kanye West. Um, so, so I think it's the university quite known. This guy's a bit of a hijack. He's a bit of a dum-dum. He's a bit of a stupid, loopy-doopy, poopy, like... Because really and truly, as a grown man, we should have known he was off the rails when he when he went through his little Trump face. But that was the red flag. I mean, that's when I started looking at him weird. I don't know about you guys. I can only speak for myself in it. But that's when I started looking at him a bit weird. Because as a black man, I used to put in Trump. Like, that's a bit, it's a bit odd. But like, really and truly, I was like, you know what? Uh, black people vote for Trump, black people could vote for the Conservatives, whatever, you know, people are weird, but it's it's not out of the ordinary, I was like, okay, I guess, do you know what I mean, then he started, you know, then, then he released Donda, which, that, that, the actual song of his, just his mum, like, you, do, do you guys remember that, when his mum was just, like, crying, wailing, like, whatever the fuck that was, that was just odd, that was just weird, and, like, that was just an odd thing to do, okay? Then, this guy just started running his mouth on Twitter, just talking about anyone and everyone. Obviously, the whole divorce drama, you know, all of the beef with, uh, what's his name, Pete Davison. Is that his name? That is his name, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run with it, guys. If his name is not Pete Davison, his name is Pete Davison. Um, yeah, all of that drama. Then, obviously, he bought a house next to Kim K so he could be close to his kids after they divorced whilst Kim and Pete were still together, and that was messy, and then he was just doing a madness, like, he was just posting stuff day after day, just on a, on a mazzoline, and I'm pretty sure Kim had to get something involved, I don't know whether it was a full restraining order, but, like, something had to happen, because this, this man would not give, and then he started posting personal stuff about Kim and their, their life when they were together on the, on his stories and that, and I was just like, this guy is unhinged, then he just said he will kill Jews. And I was like, hey, we are not looking for a black Hitler. Okay, we're not looking for that. So you got to go, my man. You got to go. And it was the way, it was the way this guy, yeah, he was very dumb. Because he sat on national television and was like, I could be anti-Semitic and Adidas won't drop me. And he doubled down. He doubled down. He said it twice. I can be anti-Semitic and Adidas don't drop me. Like a little bum. That's what he was sounding like. Because really and truly, what do you think was going to happen? Like, what did he actually think was going to happen? Like, this guy has been released and broken up with by everyone. By everyone under the sun. Okay? This is ridiculous. I'm even searching now. Who has Kanye been released by? Because he's had all of his contracts finished, terminated, ripped up into oblivion. Adidas has been slaying and slewing and sliding, okay? This is ridiculous, like, okay, this is, this is, oh, this is crazy. Okay, Kanye, I know he's been dropped by Adidas. 
Um, I know he walked into Skechers, like <laughs> he walked into Skechers with like a recording studio with a recording crew, sorry, and was trying to do something. So he was trying to move Yeezys to Skechers, which first of all, L brand move, not even New Balance. Skechers, Skechers. You may as well walk into Clarks at that point. This is crazy. This is crazy. Like I can't believe this is happening to someone who is so good at music, at creating music. Like, really and truly, he spent 20 years building an amazing portfolio of music just to throw it away. Just to throw it away. For what? For what? Like, I, I genuinely do not understand. So, obviously, Adidas have dropped him. Um, Def Jam and his own label, Good Music, has dropped him. Gap has dropped him. Balenciaga has dropped him. Foot Locker dropped him. Peloton dropped him. Apple Music dropped him. TJ Maxx, also known as TK Maxx in the UK, dropped him. And that is just a few. That is just a few. Do you know the bag that this guy's missing out on just because he wanted to chat shit? Hello? What the fuck? I was just recording, guys, and that was scary. That was scary. The the time on the timing on the recording just stops. But anyway, do you know how much money this guy is just throwing down the toilet just because he wanted to? But like, I don't understand what the motivations were either. Like, what have Jewish people ever done to him? I don't understand. I genuinely don't get it. This guy is actually just insane. And I'm sick to death of people being like, yeah, his mum died. I'm sorry. Do you know how many people on this earth are living without both of their parents? That I, I don't care. I don't care. See, these two things... On my head that I see, I used to see. Yeah, those two, I don't care. I don't care. It's crazy. Like, stop making excuses for people who do fuck shit. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Like, and even still now, people are still talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. Guys, let it rest. Okay, let it rest. That thing was, I understand, guys, that as a, as a society, we're desensitized to these type of stuff. Like, we see so much shit that, we're like seeing shit is not phasing to us anymore i can understand that but i'm sorry this guy was a cannibal this guy was a murderer a rapist a racist um a a drugger like he drugs people like i'm sorry it's everything on top of everything on top of everything that you should not like as a human innately as a human being you should not like these things and people are making ticky tockies out of him still to this day guys it is literally nearly november this shit dropped at, like, September, guys. Okay, let it rest. Let it rest. What happened to the news cycle? What happened to things coming up every new week? Netflix released something else. Because I'm sick to death. I've seen it on my timeline. On my, I don't know. I'm not even on TikTok anymore. But, like, on my um, For You page. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, okay? Guys, just let it rest. Stop defending people who do fuck shit. But I also do think that there's a, there's a, there's a conversation to be had as to the reaction that um, Kanye is getting from brands in comparison to other people who've done fuck shit. Now, I'm not excusing Kanye, as, as you know, the last, like, six minutes of me dissing him proves. I'm not defending him at all. This guy is stupid, and he definitely deserves everything that has happened, okay? And it should have happened a long time ago. Even when he started... I didn't even mention when he started doing the uh, All Lives, White Lives Matter. Hazy Vigazi. That's crazy. Like, genuinely, I don't understand. I do not understand what's going on inside this man's head. I don't get it. I don't get it. But anyway, like, it makes no sense to me um, the the repercussions that are being put in place for Kanye in comparison to people who have done a lot worse things than Kanye. Because obviously, anti-Semitism 
is bad, very bad. But there have been like rapists and serial killers and stuff. Like he's had his bank accounts dropped by J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan kept Epstein's um, bank accounts fully open. And I was just like, come see the world, guys. Come see the world. It makes no sense to me. But um, then again, that doesn't surprise me because one, brands are hyper aware of cancel culture now and they are so quick to, you know, get rid of stuff that defame their brand in any sort of way that it makes sense as to why they're, they're reacting to it so heavily now in comparison to, to a couple of years ago. Um, but like really and truly guys, just do better. People that do fuck shit don't deserve shit, okay? Because they've already fucked it. Ah, that was, that was our class. I'll even clap for myself. Yeah, this is the humor you guys come for. I actually don't understand my, how, how I have this platform. Guys, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you, guys, what are you doing? Like, you're actually listening to me? Like, I guess, guys, I guess. Keep doing it, though. Keep doing it and you shall be blessed tenfold, okay? You shall be blessed tenfold. I also wanted to touch on just the, the musical world, aside from Kanye being a dickhead. Um, Taylor Swift's dropped a new album. And I just I just need to have this discussion on my podcast because I actually think I have. My personal opinion on Taylor Swift, okay? We're going to go... I'm going to go onto my Spotify right now. Hopefully not play anything because if I do, the, the recording will stop. And I, I'd, I'd rather not. Um, so we're going to look at Taylor Swift's discography. I'm going to go through it and I'm going to talk to you guys about my opinion on it, okay? I'm going to go through it from the... Actually, not from the beginning. I could not care less about the country stuff, generally. We're going to start with Taylor Swift's... No, we're not going to start with Taylor Swift's holiday collection. Love Story, okay? Love Story was brilliant, Taylor Swift. This is peak Taylor Swift in terms of Taylor Swift being Taylor Swift. Like, Love Story is Taylor Swift. When I think of Taylor Swift, I think Love Story, okay? That is who Taylor Swift innately is to me. Because that is the Taylor Swift that I first started listening to. Do you understand? Okay. And then today was a fairy tale. Again, same type of vibe. She's like cute, singing about love, you know, just like just nice and romantic. And just the way that her voice matches that style of music, it just fits. It just makes sense. Okay. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and say I've listened to Ronan all sweeter than fiction. Okay. I've never done that. Everything has changed. That was a good song. That was a good song. She was in her bag with that. She was in her bag. Okay. Okay, I can deal with that. Wildest Dreams, again, good song. I can deal with that. This is her prime. This is what I call her prime. When when she was in her prime, this is what, 2011 to 2015, 16-ish. That's pushing it. I believe, me, in my personal opinion, I genuinely believe that Taylor Swift's um, prime ended after Bad Blood. Taylor Swift's prime ended the day she released Bad Blood. That was the last time she released something that I thought was a continual ascension of Taylor Swift. Since then, she's been up and down. And there have been some hits. Um, I'm looking for your discography right now. I'm deep in that. There's so much music that she's really... Oh, no, they're literally... The, they're the same songs. Also, I, I understand the Taylor version stuff. Like, obviously, fuck the corporations for doing that to her, yeah. But, like, surely she can get rid of the other ones, no? I haven't gone into it and I haven't researched it, so maybe I probably shouldn't talk about the Taylor's version. But, like... Really and truly, like, she could, she can get rid of that stuff, surely. Like, surely. Like, anyway. Um, 1989, that was a good album, okay? We're looking at it. Blank Space, 
busting song. Shake Off, iconic. Bad Blood, as I said, iconic. And just another, that was a good structured um, piece from her. Generally, I believe that it was it was quality. Wonderland as well in the deluxe version. I love Wonderland. Wonderland, brilliant song. Reputation is where I start getting iffy, okay? After Reputation, I was like, yeah, this is not the same artist, big man. And I'm pretty sure that's her biggest, like, her her best doing album, which makes no sense to me. Makes no sense to me. I feel like she's appealing to a completely different brand of people because um, she's kind of moved, stripped back into this, like, mellow type of vibe. And I don't know whether it works for her. I don't know whether it works for her because I genuinely believe that her voice fitted pop, like country pop though, her style of pop really well, but she's just reverting back to the country. And obviously still working for her. She's still doing amazingly well. I'm just saying for me personally, my relationship with Taylor Swift has been, you know, I didn't know who she was. Then she was amazing. Like, I mean, are you guys, let's actually talk about this. Let's actually appreciate like, now I'm lying on the cold hard ground. Ah, are you mad? That Guys, guys, do we know how mad that is? Oh my god, that song was a song. That song was a song. And then, you know, off of Lover, I genuinely, I'm looking through it now, there's genuinely only one song that I liked. Only one song that was added to my library on Spotify, and that was London Boy. And that, I didn't, I did not listen to that whole album and then decide, oh yeah, London Boy. I listened to that whole album, left it, and then had that song given to me by Mariam. Mariam, shout out you. Shout out you. Then we have Folklore. Folklore... Again, it's just a bit, eh. It's just a bit, it's, I guess, it's okay. Like, I like the, the middle part of Folklore. Uh, like, obviously, you have Cardigan at the beginning. Um, then you have, like, August, Illicit Affairs, uh, Epiphany, those type of songs. Like, they're good musical songs. But again, I don't think that's Taylor Swift. That's not who Taylor Swift is. It's not who Taylor Swift is. And then now, Midnight's, I think it was okay. I guess, like... Um, Antihero is the best song on Midnight's. And that's just that. That's just that, guys. Okay? And really and truly, Katy Perry is clear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. And I need to stop with this vendetta coming up every single time that I talk about music and these two. But, like, I'm sorry. Guys, Katy Perry released I Kissed the Girl 2008. Hot and Cold 2008. Waking Up in Vegas 2008. Teenage Dream. 2010, guys. Are you mad? Firework, 2010. California Girls, 2010. This is crazy. E.T., 2011. Do you understand this ascension that is continually, continually happening? Yeah? And then let's even skip over her prime prime. We'll get back to that. 2017, Chain to the Rhythm. What a song. Bon Appetit. What a song. Swish, swish. What a song. This is variety, but she's moving with the times in terms of variety. I feel like Taylor Swift is very stagnant in terms of her style is not changing. She's evolving as an artist, but her style is not adapting to the time. Okay? And I feel like it's just it's just leaving her behind a little bit. But obviously, we'll see. This is just my opinion, guys, you know. I'm not actually the hymn of music, despite the fact that I very much am. But I'm not actually the hymn of music. Um, and then, anyway, continue with Taylor Swift. Harley's in Hawaii. What a fucking song, Bev. What a song. Then we have Smile. Again, what a song. Cosmic Energy. What a song. When I'm gone. What a song, guys. What a song. Then we need to go back to her prime now. We need to talk about the albums. Okay, we need to talk about the fucking albums. 
Teenage Dream the album. Guys, I don't think you understand how sick this is to be your fucking debut album. Do you understand how mad this is? Teenage Dream, Last Friday Night, California Girls, Firework, yeah? E.T., yeah? These are just the main ones, like Wide Awake. I'm Wide Awake. Guys, guys, that was just on one album. One album. Show me a Taylor Swift album with that many bangers. Show me. Show me. And we go again. We go through prison, 2013. Raw. Birthday. Unconditionally. Dark Horse. This is how we do. Guys. Guys, do you know the bangers that are being released on these albums? Do you understand? Do you understand? And then Witness, 2017. I thought this was genuinely her best album. But again, it's got at least three bangers. You know what I'm saying? We've got Swish Swish on there. We've got Chain to the Rhythm on there. we got Pendulum on there. We've got Dance to the Devil. Okay? Guys, this is serious stuff. And then Smile. I haven't listened to Smile. I can't lie. Only Harley's in Hawaii. But like, really and truly, Katy Perry clears Taylor Swift. Of all, all time. All time. And then she clears her all time. She clears her in primes. The only reason she doesn't clear her now is because Katy Perry's just slowed down. I do believe Katy Perry is older though. Let me let me fact check that. Let me fact check that. Katy Perry seems older. I feel like she's been around uh for for a while. She's 38. Taylor Swift is not 38. There's no way. If Taylor Swift is older than Katy Perry, I'll cry. I'll cry. There's no way. Taylor Swift started young. Yeah, she's 32. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. But anyway, I just wanted to, to have that little discussion. Just because, yeah, Taylor Swift, she just needs to. Try something new. Try something new. Just try and hop on a drill track. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that. Guys, I don't mean that. I don't mean that, okay? But, like, do you know what I mean? Just just try something. Because even um, Katy Perry, you can see the ascension of her art through her music. Do you know what I mean? She's going into a different artist with each project she's put out, with each single that she's put out. With Taylor Swift, it feels like a continuation of the same album, every album. Like, I'm sick of it, guys, okay? I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm just sick of it. That's it. That's all I have to say in that regard. K.E. Perry clears. K.E. Perry clears. Guys, one thing we need to talk about is mental health. Mental health is very serious, guys. But we know this because you guys are loyal listeners. You've listened to the episodes where I've given you guys advice on your mentals, okay? I'm not necessarily giving you guys advice on your mentals per se, but I'm giving you guys advice for your mentals. Do you understand? So what we're gonna what we're gonna talk about, what we're gonna discuss here is the idea of getting into relationships. Um and when your mental health is not there. Right? Me personally, as a person who struggled with mental health badly, very badly, for like two years. That's not a long time for a lot of people, but it is a long time. Two years is a fucking long time. Guys, that's 104 weeks. 104 weeks of being depressed, of being anxious, of wanting to kill yourself. Okay, two years is a long fucking time. And I'm very happy that time's over. You know, I had my liberation day this summer. I liberated myself from the shackles of depression. Not clinically, you know, clinically, I mean, hey... They still have me down as someone who's depressed with suicidal thoughts. But hey, I have not felt that feeling in a while. And genuinely, actually, no, I was literally about to say I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. I can't lie. Some of you guys can get depressed. I can't lie. Some of you guys can catch depression and suicidal thoughts. But, you know, that's on you. I'm not going to give it to you, but that's on you. If you develop it, I won't, I won't take it away from you. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, like, it's not a good time. It's not a good time, okay? And really and truly, that time is so difficult because if you're just lost in it. Like, there's generally nowhere to go. There's genuinely, like, it just feels like a shitstorm. Like, imagine you're just plunged into a pool of water and just the water itself is the depression and anxiety. Like, yes, you can get out of the pool, but you have to get through all of the depression and the anxiety to, to get out of the pool. You have to deal with it. But I feel like the easiest thing to do, if you're in the middle of, not even, let's not even think of a pool, let's just think of the ocean. If you're in the middle of an ocean and you're just there by yourself, the easiest thing to do is to just lay there and float. That's the easiest thing to do. It requires the least energy. It's going to keep you alive-ish. You know what I mean? Like you, Without you having to do anything. And maybe if it's a nice day, the sun's going to hit you on your face while, you know, you're just lying on your back on the ocean, spread yourself out like a starfish. And you're just going to be like, oh, this is nice. But some days it's going to rain and it's going to feel shit and you're going to be struggling to stay afloat. And it's just going to be peak times for you guys. But what you actually need to actively do is you need to be ready in case a boat comes whilst you're there floating. Okay? What if there's a boat coming for you guys? You're not going to know that if your eyes are closed. Okay? You need to open your eyes whilst you're floating. At at the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. If you're not going to do anything else in your depression, you just need to actively know that your boat is coming. Okay? That's all you need to do. Just, Just... Continually tell yourself that your boat is coming. I'm telling you, just when you constantly tell yourself stuff, it will happen. It will come to fruition. I'm telling you guys, I promise you. And I can promise you that. Why? Because I did it. I did it. Mm. The universe works for me, guys. How many times have I fucking said that? The universe works for me. And it can work for you too. You just need to make it. You just need to make your universe work for you. My universe works for me. It just happens that my universe is the universe. Okay, but your universe, you can be in control of your own universe. I promise you. I promise you. And anyway, let's go back to the analogy. Let's go back to the analogy. So you're you're in the middle of the ocean, lying on your back, staying afloat. Okay, and a boat comes. But if your eyes are closed, as I said, you're not going to know if the boat comes. You're not going to know. So you need to open your eyes, first of all. Second of all, you need to be ready to climb into that boat when it comes. Okay, depression and anxiety and anything that anything else in that vein just all mental issues okay a lot of them are very very suffocating to the point that they're comfortable it's very easy to be like oh my god i'm so depressed i'm just gonna stay in bed the whole day you know what's not gonna get better if you stay in bed the whole day your depression guys your depression because you know what that is that's covering your eyes you're not dealing with the problem you're not dealing with the problem. You're just, you're just postponing it. You're just postponing it. You've got shit to do, guys. And just laying in bed for three hours in the morning, that's not going to help you get that stuff done. And it's not going to help you feel better. Now you're just going to have less time to get more stuff done. Okay? Just do things as little as possible if it's necessary. Just take things in little steps, okay? Maybe when you're, you know, go back to the analogy, when you're on your back floating in the middle of the ocean, okay? Maybe every now and again, just start paddling. Just get ready to paddle. Because when a boat comes, it's not going to be floating like you. It's going to be moving at speed. So you're going to have to do something. Do you know what I mean? You're going to have to be ready to swim. Start getting ready to swim. Okay? Maybe it's a little breaststroke. Maybe it's a little backstroke. Considering you're on your back, that's probably the wisest thing to do. Just start a little backstroke. And jumping out of the analogy again, what does that look like? What is a backstroke in terms of getting out of depression, getting out of the whole of it? As I said, it's just believing that it's going to end. 
Because if you don't believe, guys, I know this sounds like cliche fucking jargon, okay? I'm trying my hardest to make this interesting and not just tell you it gets better. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. As someone who's been there, someone who's seen people who've been there, and as someone who's got out of it, as someone who's seen people get out of it, it gets better, guys. It gets better. I promise you it does, but you just need to believe that it will. Because when you don't, I'm sorry, if you are not ready for a boat to come, why would the universe send the boat your way? Why would it Why would it do that? Why would it do that, guys? You're not going to send an engagement ring to someone who's not in a relationship, okay? If you're not ready to receive salvation from the Lord, okay? Now I'm sounding like a Christian. Now I'm sounding like a Christian. Let me, let me, let me chill out a bit, you know what I'm saying? But if you guys aren't ready to, to, to have that, you know, lifeline thrown your way of being able to get out of it, it's not going to come your way. You need to be ready to receive it. So get ready to receive that help, guys. That's all I, that's all I have to say. That's the first step. We can go into this deeper another time. But for, for those of you who are struggling, guys, I love you. The world loves you. Maybe not the world, but, you know, people in the world love you. That's not, that's not even a lie. There's definitely people who love you guys, okay? And really and truly, you're not alone. You're not alone. Oh, my God. Look at me building a community of people. Just like, guys, I'm him. Anyway, as you can see, this is the result of me believing that my boat would come. It did come. Who was driving my boat? Me. Guys, I promise you, my head is a crazy place. If I, if I, <laughs> if I spoke to you about what I genuinely think about a lot of things in the way that I genuinely think about them, you guys would be baffled. But anyway, in my scenario, I was thrown into the ocean by people who shall remain unnamed. Let's just say that. Demons. Yeah, just get that in your mind. I was thrown into the ocean by demons, okay? And I was laying on my back, you know? I was laying on my back with my eyes closed for a good, solid 18 months. Yeah, good, solid 18 months. Just wallowing in that pain. Wallowing. Waking up in the morning, crying. Natural tears, though. Just, just being upset, you know what I mean? But, like, just waking up in the morning, being mad, at the world, why am I in this position? What have I done to deserve this? All that type of shit. These are valid questions, by the way. I'm not saying that you're not valid in asking these questions. These are valid questions, but I'm sorry, the world doesn't care that you have questions. You just need to deal with it. You just need to deal with it, okay? There's people who you can put into your life who will care and who you can ask these questions and who will generally answer to the best of their abilities. And if you guys are in my life and you guys need answers, I promise you can ask me. Preferably on iMessage, otherwise you'll not get a reply within three to five working days, okay? iMessage, you'll get a reply within 10 minutes, I promise. Like, iMessage replies for me, world class. Everything else, I'm sorry, I, I, I think you want silence. If you message me on anything that is an iMessage, you want silence, okay? That's actively the decision I've taken. But anyway, I spent so long just chilling in that depression that it got easier and easier and easier to just accept that that's what was wrong. And of course, that is that is something that is wrong. That's not what is wrong. The thing that was wrong was that my eyes were closed. My eyes were closed, guys. You need to open them. And the moment that I did open them, I said this on my story the other day. This on my private, private. Alicia sent me a message this time last year, okay? Alicia sent me a message this time last year. Let me try and find it even because I'm sorry, guys. This, this message changed my life. And it might not seem very significant. It might not. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this message single-handedly saved me. 
Right, I need to find it though. Because like this is what I'm saying about your your network of people, guys. You need to build a circle around you that can put you in these type of situations where they're helping yourself get back up. Okay? This is this is the the message that Alicia sent me. And I quote Appreciate the beauty behind stillness because self oh shit. Me, I can't read. Okay, I'll start again. Appreciate the beauty behind stillness because self-betterment is not about patchouli and incense sticks, but looking at how ugly and beautiful the world is is still smiling. Okay, guys, things might not go your way. Things might not go your way. And being better, being better, doesn't mean you're now happy every day. It doesn't mean that you now, you know, are a workaholic and you get ABCD done and ABCD time and all of this and all of that. It doesn't mean that. Okay, it just means that you need to be able to accept that things go wrong sometimes, things go right sometimes. You're not in control of that. You're in control of your own reaction to those things. Okay, you are in control of only you. And the quickie guys realize that and continue to tell yourself that and internalize it. That seems very flat. That statement seems very flat. You're in control of you. That seems very flat. Like, I promise you, it's a very, very deep statement because... You're in control of everything that is in within you. Everything that is within you, you're in control of. You're in control of how you look at things, how you think about things, how you choose to listen to things, the things that you choose to say, okay? That's just an example. That's just, that, 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 how many examples is that? That's just your head. That's just your head top, okay? Guys, you've got this. You will get there. I believe in you. The GDM nation believes in you. And as a result, the world believes in you, Okay? Most importantly, as I said, I believe in you. The same I that I was saying earlier to say I don't care, that I believes in you. I know I can see potential in each and every one of you guys, okay? Each and every one of you. You guys are like my children, okay? I want to see you guys grow to the max, okay? To the max. And that's it for the therapy session. On to the next segment, guys. On to the next segment. I've decided to close this um, episode out with me giving you guys an album that everyone should go and listen to. I'm not joking when I say this. I mean everyone, every single person. I don't care what type of music you're into. I don't care, you know, whether you like this genre or not. I don't care. Listen to this album. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. I promise you. I promise you, guys, okay? I need every single one of you to go and listen to the album Nova by Tyler Loyal, okay? I need you to go listen to it. It's a staple of the GDM world. It is a pillar of my musical genius, okay? I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I believe in it, I believe in the source to the max, okay? To the max. It is number two on my all-time list of my favorite albums, okay? Just behind Paranoia by Maggie Lindemann, that's it. That's the only one that I genuinely believe is better as a, as a musical piece and what it did for me in my life, okay? Obviously, you know, you know, musically, they're better albums than both of them. But, like, to me, to me, these are the two albums that I genuinely love. But I'm telling you guys not to listen to Paranoia. Everyone knows how good Maggie is, okay? Listen to Tyler Loyal, okay? Because I need you to listen to these songs in particular. If you're not going to listen to the whole thing, listen to these three songs. No, four. These four, so, nah, these five. You see what I'm saying, guys? This is a good album. This literally only got eight songs. I'm telling you to listen to five of them. Do you understand how mad that is? Okay, do you understand? Do you understand? Anyway, if you guys are going to listen to certain songs on this, listen to Anemic, listen to Nights Like This, listen to Sacrifice, After the Club, and Struggle Baby. Those are the five. Those are the five. 
Okay, after that, I love Psycho, I love If I Fall, I love the interlude, but like, I'm sorry, the other five, those are the top five. And even if the other ones were shit, okay, this album would still be number two because of how good those five are. I promise you, your life will change. Your life will change. Once you guys know, once you guys know, I'm surviving in the deep end, oh, I'm deep end. Once you guys, guys, I promise, I promise, you will not regret it. You'll not regret it. I promise. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't think you guys understand. Like, this is actually very crazy to me. Okay. Because me and my friend, Evelyn. Okay. We had a connection. Okay. Vaseline. I don't know who you're trying to, you know, impress. But no one was talking to you. No one's even here looking for you. So you making noise right now in this situation is very unnecessary. So if you could actually refrain from doing that again, I'd, I'd actually very much appreciate it. Okay. You understand? You did? Okay. Good. Right. Anyway. Me and my friend, Evelyn, we connected, like, I don't know, but when was this? Like, a week ago? 10 days ago? I don't know. A time ago. Just over music, guys. Music is a beautiful thing. And me and Evelyn, like, we've been friends, like, not friends, but we've known each other for a while. Like, we've been popping up to each other's stories and that, whatever, whatever. But I feel like this connection that we found in music, bear in mind, is completely different music, like, it wasn't like we've got different music tastes, but it was like Iranian music, Persian music, just as a whole. Do you know what I mean? Loads of different types of music, French music. Like, I'm pretty sure there was a bit of um, Italian in there or I might be bugging. But like, this is crazy. Like, just a completely different type of musical taste that I'm completely not used to. And just sharing that experience with someone, sharing the experience of listening to a piece of musical art like a, a piece like an ep an album a mixtape or something like that just listening to that with somebody else that is so beautiful genuinely the memories you can create with music unparalleled music is the best thing on this planet I, nobody can tell me any different i take music over football i take music over basketball i take music over food okay maybe not that one but like do you know what i mean Music is, but I, I could happily never watch another TV series in my life. I could happily never watch another movie in my life, okay? I could happily never go to another restaurant in my life and only eat the food that I cook personally in my own humble abode. As long as I have music, I'll be happy and content to do it, okay? Because do you know what helped me? Do you know what helped me open my eyes, guys? Music helps me open my eyes. Music helps me also cry, but music helps me open my eyes. Music will help you do anything in this life, I promise you guys, okay? But, like, you know, this is all just propaganda for me to say, go listen to Nova by Tyler Loyal. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's that's my only goal here. Guys, please go listen to it. When you do listen to it, give me your reviews. Let me know how you guys think that was. As for today's episode, guys, that's going to be that, okay? I hope you guys were entertained by this. I don't feel like this was more of an entertaining. I feel like this was just me talking, I mean, giving what a podcast is normally meant to give. Um, it's just my opinion, to be honest. My opinion on a lot of things and just an insight into my mind. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. If it made your day better, you know, rate the podcast five stars. If it made your day worse, rate the podcast five stars. Um, and guys, don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to GDM, the podcast. Make sure you let them know that the podcast is also now out on Amazon Music. Okay, guys, we're on Amazon now. Do you understand how big this is, okay? Not just Spotify, not just Google Podcasts, not just Apple Podcasts, not just, not just fucking Radiocasts, where the fuck, not just all of the other 10 other ones, but Amazon Podcasts, Amazon Music, Amazon Podcasts. 
This is crazy. This is crazy. I'm the goat, guys. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. But that will be that for you guys, okay? Until next time, don't die. Don't commit suicide. And peace. <laughs>